I had to crawl out of the window, out of the stand. So <laughs> my legs are in so the stand, but my body's out the stand. And like I had you're to laying like, on the edge? I, I had to like stretch upwards to get over that railing. <laughs> and then it started to trot away. And I had to wait for it to get farther away before I could shoot was at it. Was it moving when you hit it? It was, it was like trotting. It, <laughs> yeah. was, it wasn't full speed. This is the Campus Report, where we sit down with a graduate from high school currently enrolled in college giving them the chance to talk about what they're studying and what it's like transitioning from high school into college and what it might take for them to choose small town america as their adult destination stay with us for this episode of the campus report hey welcome back it's been a long time since we've had a show because most of the college kids don't ever come in here anymore (laughs) but luckily i roped one off the street yesterday Jake Sandvig's with us. How are you? Great. You've been on Ben and Jordan's show a couple times. Yep. So you're no stranger to the room, but never on this because you weren't in college before. Right. And now you are. Where? Uh, I'm at Concordia College. Up Ooh, in... does that mean you're a corn cob? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> what is that like? Um, Calling yourself a piece of food. It's, it's different. <laughs> we, uh... The the other two colleges up in the Fargo Moorhead area they give us a hard time. Really? Yeah. Think for the mascot. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What are you studying? I am studying um, business. I'm between either business management or like a business finance major. You like numbers that much? Yeah, really? I do. <laughs> are you your dad's kid? Is that the problem? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I business just makes sense to me. The economics, just the way money works. I always kind of enjoyed really? working with the numbers and yeah. Are you um do you like people? Yeah, I do. When you think of the business management side and that deals with people, I assume. Right. Mhm. I assume it does. Um why was it because that's what you grew up around a lot that thought process is that what pulled you there what else kind of drug you that direction i think kind of the way i grew up was a huge influence on it i had my dad just being a big part of my life and he always was just showing me how business works and talking about certain like what makes small businesses Mm -hmm. such a successful and huge part of america and um i have other family members my uncle tim and now my cousin reed kessler owning and running the kessler's grocery store in aberdeen oh that's right that one they've also just kind of been open talking about business and money and how all that stuff works and is applied so do you foresee yourself owning something or just in the the running and operation um you know, it's kind of too soon to say, but I'd like to own something, <laughs> be kind of the the head person in charge and operating everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'll get there when I get there. Good. So Concordia is not a huge college. No, it isn't. It's so, pretty small. I'd do you say. know, what's the enrollment? Do you know? Um, 3,500 or maybe okay. 4,000. That's the size of Millbank. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> is that up there? Is that weird? Yeah. To be in a school the size of the entire town. It it is, but it isn't. It's 
definitely it feels a lot bigger because I'm in Fargo Moorhead mm-hmm. and you get the two other colleges up there. But it really just seems like our own little community and it's it's not that different than Millbank, honestly. You have just you see everyone, um, you'll recognize people that you had in your orientation group just walking through the dining center and you'll say hi and talk to them. And just kind of like here in Millbank, you'll see someone on the street or mm-hmm. in the grocery store and you'll talk to them. What was the biggest change, the biggest thing that you were like, wow, that's not what I thought going to college? Um, Just kind of the whole responsibility for my own schedule. <laughs> it's really all on you. <laughs> and that's different from high school? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> nice. The the option whether or not to skip classes. Oh. That was kind of just different to me. Like, wait, we don't have to go to classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it to almost all of mine, though. I had to go. And you say almost. Yeah. There were there were a couple just <laughs> work days that yeah I, I took off and then went back home so we could go pheasant hunting or something else. Yeah. Like deep studies you had to do. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> family bonding. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Or wait, it wasn't with family, was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you are, play football for them. Yes, I now do. Now you played football in Millbank. Correct. Uh, were you, you were kind of a big deal. Am I right? <laughs> sure. Like in your senior year at high, in high school, you were one of the, the major players on the team. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you now? I am a freshman. Again, <laughs> how has that changed? It's, it, it was kind of, it's new, but it's not because I've been there before in high school. Yeah. But I don't know. The, the team as a whole just seems really close and there's not really a age mm-hmm. group or whatever. It's, we're all on the same team. Yeah. I mean, sure. We don't play as much as the seniors, but <laughs> they, they don't look down on us or anything, really? which is really kind of cool do you uh were the practice styles just totally different it's a lot like high school really but just on steroids (laughs) everything's harder faster longer and then it's i think most of our practices were two and a half hours long and we went all the way till there was ice on the field and we had to go to the high school field because the sun was going down <laughs> before and we didn't have lights on our stadium because oh, we play all of our games in the afternoon. So we went to the high school fields and played under their lights for practice. Huh. But yeah, it's it's definitely a lot more um, demanding of you. You have to really want to be there. Is the game a lot faster? Yes, if I had to pick one word, it would be faster. Yeah. What position are you playing? I'm playing outside linebacker, um, a lot like what I did here in high school. <laughs> yeah. Any offense or just defense? Nope, just defense. And that's kind of nice because mm-hmm. I just get to only focus on that one position and put in all my time on that. So it kind of simplifies, Yeah. cuts all the things in my head in half, so I only <laughs> have to worry about one spot. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. Um, how was the record this year? I mean, how is that team at that school? Are they um, decent? 
Yeah, we're you, pretty good. I could say you, because <laughs> you're actually on the team. Yeah, we're pretty good. We went five and five, but we played a lot of hard teams. Yeah, we played quite a few that were ranked top twenty-five. Hmm. Um, and we actually took down the number four team, St. John's, really? in overtime. Is it? Did I hear that they're cl- shutting down? Or is uh, it Saint, that was Saint that Cloud. was Saint, Saint Cloud. Cloud is shutting down their their football program. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. nuts. I, that caught us by surprise. Because that, I mean, that same division, correct? Oh, um, is it or, or is it a different they, division? They may be guys? a different division. Okay, we didn't play them this year, mm. but yeah, I know we sent coaches up there to try and recruit some transfers. Oh, <laughs> didn't think about that. That's a bunch of kids that are now available. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that'll be new next year if we do get a few. Yeah. So Concordia is not a conservative school. No, not a whole Politically. lot. Politically. <laughs> right. Um, I, I believe you tend to fall on that side of politics. I do. Yeah. Um, how has that been? Because I, I've got friends on both sides of the aisle that go to school there mm-hmm. and have gone to school there. And it is very liberal. It's a liberal arts school. Right. But but they they take that to the extreme. They do. Um, um how, how is that just that um the air in the room knowing and like it have you been abused at all for not holding certain views? Have you been celebrated? I mean, what's what's that been like? Um well, so I I'm kind of in a different area than most people going there cuz I'm in the business school. So the business school tends to be mostly conservative and wait, are you just stereotyping people? <laughs> no, but I mean, it sounds, it's not what I'm going for. I mean, it may be true, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so that it's, I've never really run into any issue in the classrooms, mm-hmm. but there's, there's definitely a more liberal side to everything. And when we were going through orientation, we just kind of, it, it had, if you read between the lines, we kind of just figured out that this is a liberal school and oh, it's it's not really forced on us or anything. It's, you, you're involved as much with the liberal viewpoints and aspects of everything as much as you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a campus group the that's kind of like a conservative group. Um, Yaf, like a, like a club, yeah, mm-hmm. Yaf. Mm-hmm. The president is a friend of mine's daughter. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you should get in that group. <laughs> <laughs> I I am. Um, haven't made it to many of the meetings, yeah. but that was with practice and everything. Just always at the same time. And she's been on this show, by the way. Really? Yeah. Elsie Grubman. Yeah. But, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's still quite a few like-minded people mm-hmm. so it's not just completely different to me but it, it is very very different than coming back home to small town Millbank. And <laughs> now you are 19 i am 19 19 you get to vote i do what's that like i um, mean obviously you don't know yet but that they go knowing that this year you, you'll get to have a voice what does that mean um I, it's it's like a landmark in adulting to me. <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't know. I have more responsibility now, and yeah. like to know that I can have a say 
even though it's one vote and many, but very small one vote, but you're right. Right. It, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's important to vote. Otherwise you can't sit back and complain about the people. If you didn't have any say in, <laughs> right. you didn't try. Right. Um, do you ever see politics in your adult life? Um, like on campus or just in general? No, just in general. Like, is that something that you would? Um, I mean, kind about? of, yeah. Because, like, th- I, I think I, there are three, three or four kids from Millbank that went to Concordia. That, um, one of them now works for Governor or Senator Rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, another one interned for Thune. And went to China and is now and and worked in the State Department. Um, The other one interned in D.C. Um, And I I don't know where he's at, but like it seems like that. It's like Millbank kids that go to Concordia end up doing something in politics at some level, even if it's for a short time. Right. (laughs) And actually, I ran into both. JP yeah. and who else was there? Uh, no, Sean Zimney and Desmond Ward. I think Desmond. Desmond okay, was yep. the other one I ran into. We were there over the 4th of July and ran into them, and it was kind of cool. Awesome, really? Oh, wait, no. That's cool. I don't, I don't think we saw JP on, in D.C., but I've talked with him yeah. since then, and it, they've both just kind of, like, you should really check this out. It's That's awesome. pretty cool. I just think it's a phenomenal opportunity as a young, a young single it adult. It'd be so cool I to mean, to go down to DC for oh, yeah. a semester and still take yeah. classes, but you're there and you're in the politics mm-hmm. side be, of everything. That'd be so cool. It is. It, it's a really kind of unique opportunity that mm-hmm. you don't get many places. Right. Um, what's your favorite class? My um, it was called ethics and leadership, but it was business class and. We just kind of talked about the morals and ethical decision-making that you have to make every day in business. And um, so, like, for example, we started out the class on day one um, by studying and really looking into Enron. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> just everything that went wrong. Oh, man. And what not to do as a leadership role in business. <laughs> so... That that kind of just started the class and like don't do this and then we did other case studies on just similar things and really just what makes good leaders good and what are bad traits that good leaders can have mm-hmm. that you should avoid and it was really just kind of almost philosophical to a point but it it was really eye opening on like you have a big influence on many people not just even in your company but like the customers and the the stockholders and everyone just kind of affected by your company and your your decision making and your personal ethics mm-hmm. can make or break your whole business career yeah so that i really enjoyed that i had a good professor for that too and she did a really good job of like how do we apply that to our lives yeah Who's the most uh, influential person in your, throughout your education so far? Just my entire education? Yeah. Hmm. That's, I'd almost have to think on that a little bit. 
There have been a couple. <laughs> what? I, I've had just like I've had coaches that have pushed me and mm-hmm. then they like they put an emphasis on like just work hard but also work hard in the classroom and that that's the true like that that's what's important here. Nobody's gonna care 30 years from now when you're applying for a job how well you did in a basketball game or in a football game but it's really just (laughs) education is important and I've had other good teachers um off the top of my head like in middle school Mr. Olson Mm -hmm. and Mr. Cantine they were huge just kind of influences on like yeah take things seriously and just work hard and you'll get success down the road were you born in this town? I was not. I was born in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, so you're back home almost. <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah. When, when did you, how old were you when you guys moved here? Um, We moved here twice, actually. Um, that was, seems inefficient. <laughs> I was in preschool <laughs> the first time we moved here. Um, and then we moved to Mobridge and then Watertown. Mm. And then we came back here okay. when I was in first grade. Oh, so, but you're... Pretty much your entire education was here then. Yeah. Yep. Would you ever come back? I've thought about it a lot of times. <laughs> really quick, and now it's gone. That's just a fleeting <laughs> thought that I'm not happening again. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what makes Millbank attractive to you as a, I mean, obviously you're in school, and so the world is big. Right. But, I mean, what makes a town like Millbank attractive? To me, um, Millbank just stands out. Like, especially compared to other small towns and communities, just because everyone cares and, like, it's a close community. Um, like, with the education side, all of the groups and people that put in for the scholarships and stuff every year, mm-hmm. and just that that many people care about the people in Millbank and even just around the community, you know, everyone when you're walking around everyone just waves and says hi and asks how you're doing it was almost kind of annoying when i came back from christmas break just every <laughs> single person hey how's college going how's football going so you need to have and like it, a, like a note card it here, was like, here you go yeah here's my talking points really it was but it's it's cool that everyone cares <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's really personal and i i think that it's kind of unique not every small town or small community has that that yeah. everyone's just looking out for you what could Millbank change to be better um honestly just growth and just continuing to to look for new opportunities and because you look around there's small towns and well they're kind of smaller than Millbank but just slowly disappearing and Mm -hmm. um like Revillo and maybe 10 20 years ago it was a lot different than now, but yeah. I, I think if Millbank continues to grow and look for new opportunities and new jobs and just like even looking at the new hospital we got, that's a huge, um, I, I don't know the right word for it, but for people looking at Millbank, like that's really promising that we got a brand new hospital. We got people putting money into the community and like wanting it to continue to grow and mm-hmm. I, I think if that continues to happen um the people here and the businesses here 
everyone in Milbank, the community as a whole, will just be pretty successful. One of the bigger problems that towns like this have are we're, we're about 3,300 people, roughly. Crime is relatively low. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's <clears throat> because criminals aren't available. It's because the percentage of them, the the percentage rate is just low. Sure. So presumably we have a very similar crime stat rate. If mm-hmm. we're going to go straight numbers. But there's just a few of them based on our numbers. The larger the population grows, the potential for that number to grow is right along beside it. Right. So is it beneficial for a community like Millbank to try to grow in numbers and make that the sole goal? Knowing that, because some of the things that, that people love about this community is it's safe, mm-hmm. it's small, mm-hmm. it's clean. Yeah. When you start getting bigger, some of those things just naturally diminish. That's just the way it is. Right. Is that uh, an acceptable side effect and it is it a necessary side effect like do we need to grow in numbers greatly in order to have the same quality of life impact on people draw you know um there's a couple things like numbers isn't the sole goal for mm-hmm. milbank and everything um i think because we're such a small and close town and community um it's kind of hard to uh, commit a crime or steal something. (laughs) Everyone knows who you are and (laughs) you know who you're doing it to Mm -hmm. more than likely. Right. So, yeah, you're right. When you go up in numbers and population and everything, that kind of the personal side of everything starts Mm -hmm. to go away. But I I think if the, like everyone looking out for each other, that just kind of mindset if that stays um, in everyone's heads and if we are a good community to people outside and like people wanting to move here and get jobs here, they see all the good things about Millbank. Those mostly are good people looking to live in a good community. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it's the right people and getting just people that care about Millbank and, that want to be here in a small town, small community. Here's something that I've <clears throat> been intrigued with a little bit. This idea that um, th- there's one way to be a supporter of the community of Millbank, mm-hmm. and that is to support the athletics of Millbank High School. Is are are those two things synonymous? That if you are if you stand for Millbank, you're with Millbank, you love Millbank, you like Millbank, it's just Millbank, then that means by default you must be a supporter of the athletics of the school? You know, um, it doesn't even have to be athletics, mm-hmm. but just the school. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of almost the heart and soul of Millbank and that everyone can gather around and support. But if it's music, then mm-hmm. go to the concerts. If it's theater, go so, to the place. Is the, in, in a small community, is that, I mean, that, that does kind of seem like that's one of the biggest uniters 
is the education system. Yeah. Just simply because just about everyone in a certain age group is involved. Right. Yeah. And if you have kids in those age groups, you're involved at some level. Right. So I guess that would be. Um, but if you don't have kids and you don't, let's say you're a retired couple and you sure you have no ties to that. Is it still important that you jump in there or is it acceptable and okay to not have interest in that? I think even it's though a, tax dollars still go there, so you're right. still investing whether you like it or not. <laughs> I think it's it's all right to not yeah be a supporter, but I think it's important to support something about mm-hmm. Millbank. And when you even, think of Millbank, what what comes to mind? Like Millbank is really Millbank is just a bunch of families and small businesses that all just kind of help each other out and look out for each other. Uh, it's kind of repetitive to what I've said earlier, but um, to me, Millbank is just a huge family almost. Mm-hmm. So you're coming back? Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- did you play baseball at all? I did Um, earlier, like in my athletic career or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but baseball was the first sport that I just kind of said no to. Um, cause you football, I, basketball and football, track. basketball and track. Um, when did I quit baseball? It, I was clearly still, it was a monumental moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, right before junior teeners, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I, I've always enjoyed so is that elementary school then. Like does junior do they start school okay. somewhere in middle school. But yeah. Um I've always liked spending time out at the lake in the mm-hmm. summer and I was I got a job working for Ace Hardware here pretty early on in my life. Um, so make money and have fun in the summer was more, more important, important than, than baseball. <laughs> and spend a lot of time traveling mm-hmm. and like all my weekends if I would have been in baseball just oh man i wouldn't have had time to be at the lake and have fun and so i mean for me my priorities were somewhere else than mm-hmm. playing baseball but i still enjoyed it yeah and really i got the same people on my teams in football and basketball and track so i missed out on the sport but i didn't really miss out on the the people there which at that level that's kind of what it is isn't it it's, yeah. it's more of a, a community right in itself yeah. mm-hmm. all right um, are other sports an option in college or do you kind of have to pick one? Um, like, could you run track? I could. And <laughs> do you, are you going to? I, no, <laughs> I don't plan on it, but there are a lot of people that choose to do a second sport, yeah. whether it's, um, running in track or, uh, what was our, so one of our seniors that I've gotten kind of close with, he, um, I think he's going to long jump this year, and he hadn't the previous years. And then his, well, yeah, all, everyone living in his house, there's four of them. I think they all decided to go out for track this year. And so... So it'll be a track house now? Yeah. Hmm. But it, there's definitely a chance and an opportunity yeah. to do a second sport if you want to. Track kind of seems like the big one because it, it's just the polar opposite in the seasons from football and 
you're still staying in shape and working hard. So for a lot of the football players, track is the second sport. It'd be a lot harder to do basketball or... Because it butts up. Season's butt up, right? Right. And then practices and basketball especially, you have to be in the gym every day Mm. to be getting better. But if you have a second sport, that's a lot harder. We also have a lot of football players on the the baseball team up at Concordia. And... Don't those seasons overlap? They do, but they don't. So baseball has like fall ball and then spring ball. Okay. And so all of the football players, if they're still playing football, they they do football in the fall and then work out with them through the fall and winter. And then when the second semester hits, they switch over to baseball. And then they do baseball workouts and practice and they play in the spring. Mm. And then... But they switch back in the summer? Yeah, you go back to football and work out for football in the summer. Huh. So that one's kind of similar to track with the the, the season timing and everything. Weird. What is the... uh, How... What's the emphasis on your education? Because Millbank, it's clearly, especially under Shepardson, you got to get your education together. Mm Mm-hmm. And... You got to dedicate to sports. I mean, it's not like you don't get to do that, but you have to dedicate to education. Mm-hmm. The same or more. Um, is that different in college? I I think at some colleges there's like a huge emphasis on the athletes that you're here to play a mm-hmm. sport, and it's kind of almost a stereotype that the athletes they don't care about <laughs> classes, right? Because they don't have to. Right. Mm-hmm. Up at Concordia, everyone seems to really just, well, they're going to a private school for a reason. They're there for the education almost. Mm-hmm. There's, so sports are secondary, you think? Um, They're almost synonymous with the education side of it. Okay. Um, But the education is very important to everyone. It's not one or the other. People that aren't in sports, they're still huge supporters of the athletics mm-hmm. on campus. And the athletes, really, for the majority, they, they're paying attention in class and working hard. At Concordia, there's <coughs> a huge um, just overall emphasis on doing good in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And almost to the point where finals week hits different because people aren't stressing out about passing classes. They're stressing out about getting an A over a B. And it's kind of unnecessary <laughs> stress to some point, but that well. that was different to me. Like people pulling their hair out because they have a B plus in a class. <laughs> but you yeah. think that comes with the territory? Does that come with the the um, <laughs> the uh, oh what's the word? Um, the private school air almost. It may. Almost. It, it seems like... Because it's kind of an elite school. Right. I mean, they, if you get... Once you get the ring, the Concordia mm-hmm. ring... Right. Um, I think it was Desmond Ward was telling me, that's one of the most recognizable rings in the world. Yep. If Weird. anyone else knows yeah. what it is and they see mm-hmm. you wearing it, if you're at a job interview, they're pulling for your name yeah. to get the job. And it, it's really almost cool that people look out for that. It, it's another community or family mm-hmm. in that way. But... I, I do think it's almost the private school mentality. Like, every, everyone there, 
for the most part, is going there for a good education. And, of course, you're paying a lot more to go there. But the school also rewards good GPA and good ACT scores for people coming in. Um, So it's really, like, the same price as going to a state school after all of the aid they give you for For, for good grades. For ACTs and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's why they're freaking out over a B plus, <laughs> yeah, not an A. <laughs> they are, but it's also there. the The sticker price isn't what you're paying at Concordia because there's so many scholarships really? there too, and yeah, I think everyone there gets some sort of scholarships. Mm. They'll give you a scholarship for going up to visit there, and so. So they just have money laying around. They can they, throw it around. It seems like they do. <laughs> wow, it's. It's hard to think, like, why am I giving them so much money if they're just <laughs> right throwing it around? But it's definitely an emphasis on good grades, and I think that is because of the private mm-hmm. school part of it. So did you have any inkling to go away from the Midwest for school? I like did. Like to get out of this weather that we're having? I, <laughs> yeah. I thought to myself that our, <laughs> in our late season practices when it's, like, negative 12 wind chill and everything and we're out in shoulder pads on a field for two hours like why did i go more north right (laughs) but yeah i did look at other schools and um for a while i was kind of interested in uh case western oh where is i think it's in ohio okay um they they're like a more of an engineering and Mm -hmm. law school and for a while I was considering both mechanical engineering and then going into like business law. And so, geez. Yeah. And then I, I also would have possibly played football there, which is kind of why that one stood out to me. But, um, again, that one was more of a kind of a private school, almost just, um, need higher ACT scores to mm. get the scholarships that they give out. But, um, I don't know. To me, I wanted to kind of, I didn't want to go to SDSU because that's almost like another four years of high school because everyone <laughs> from Millbank goes there. And I, I wanted something that's a good new. Way to say it. <laughs> I wanted something different. So I, I kind of ruled that one out. And was it just to try to establish a, a different kind of like, yeah. group? Not, because are, are do you, are there other classmates at Concordia? No, I'm are the you only serious? one at Concordia from my from grade. that grade. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's other people I know yeah. that are going there. Um, actually, people I've played basketball against and people from other towns around here. But, um, I don't know. It wasn't my only reason to not go to SDSU, but <laughs> but a big one. <laughs> but it, it was. I wanted to go yeah. somewhere new and mm-hmm. just not be stuck at home and not go home every weekend because I'm at SDSU and that's what everyone does. But although you're not much farther <laughs> away. Yeah, it isn't. Um, but it is it's a different state. Kinda. So it feels like it. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun. <laughs> um, I actually kind of, I wanted to be somewhere in the Midwest where I could come home if, and when I wanted to, to hunt. Yeah. I hunting's, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to go home and yeah. I, I did that for both pheasant and deer hunting this year I came home on the weekend speaking of deer hunting 
what in the world did you guys do? Did you tie those deer up so they'd grow huge this year? <laughs> no, we holy go, cow. We go all the way out to uh, Falk County, just kind of in the middle of nowhere, and my uh, that buck you got was massive. Yeah, it was. What in the world? <laughs> I that, think you made it up. That's a fake picture. <laughs> no, it was. It, it's always fun going up there. Um, my uncle Tim, who with, with Kessler's mm-hmm. in Aberdeen, um, he has is that their land. Yep. How convenient. It, it used to be my great grandpa on my dad's side. Okay. But yeah, it's just kind of passed down. So where's that family. at? Uh middle of nowhere, really. Like is um, it it's between, near Mowbridge up in that area, or is it like if if you know where Crestbart is, it's um, a really small town. Yes. We are. So the the like house mm-hmm. is just a few miles. I want to say east. Okay. Of Crestbart. And then the land that we, like, deer hunt on, that's a few miles west of Crestbard. Yeah, a friend of mine grew up there and went to high school there. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it, it's in the middle of nowhere. And, yeah. Man. So, tell me about that hunt. What happened? <laughs> How'd you find that grandpa of a deer? It was, I was in the wrong spot. We we hunted on it Saturday out. and Sunday. <laughs> and all of Saturday, I was in the wrong spot. I didn't see anything notable. How much land are you working with there? And is it all flat, rolling hills? Is there it's, trees? What do you have? Oh, I don't know the number, but it's a pretty big yeah. place. There's a lot of different tree rows, and we have our own name for each row. So it's kind of <laughs> Secret nice. name, it's fine. In, in the, we, we make a group chat, and everyone's pretty spread out throughout the area. But Wait, is that legal? Yeah. I, I think so. You can do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Never mind. D- don't don't shoot this way. I'm I'm <laughs> right. in these trees. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was just out of the action. Saw a lot of deer, but no big bucks. And except so the one you shot. Sunday, I went. <clears throat> I went back to the stand I started Saturday in, mm-hmm. and just waited it out. My brother, he shot his deer maybe a half hour in little the, baby compared to yours. Day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think nice he was buck, okay with man, that. Yeah. yeah. He, he got his deer and then he got to stay back in the house and oh brother, stay warm take naps and be mm-hmm. warm. Yeah. He was just fine with that. But, <laughs> and then, yeah, I was just chilling in the stand. Um, kind of Sunday morning and this one tree row that we saw a bunch of deer go into on Saturday, but they never came out. Um, is it's, this a, a it's ground always, blind or are you up in the air? I'm up in the air. Okay. I'm in a bucket <clears throat> okay. stand. But I just kind of, we've always known that big deer go in that one tree row just off in the the kind of corner. And we never saw any deer come out. So I, I wanted to go and just be by that tree row the next morning. And it worked out because um, kind of nothing happened. And then the sun came up and there are pheasants everywhere it's annoying how many pheasants <laughs> there are there's like 50 of them in the grass around your bucket oh, wow. and they're making a lot of noise but then out of the tree row came seven deer no six six deer and they were all big bucks really Just each one was a really nice one it was almost stressful for me <laughs> to decide. you gotta <laughs> scope in and look at each one right. while they're coming at you kind of fast how far away were they at that point um Oh, they were probably <laughs> 500 yards away when okay. they came out of the trees, but they walked straight right, at you, right to my stand. Five of them went north of me, and then 
the one went right at me and I was just trying to figure out which one was the best one to shoot and were you alone in the stand I was yep and um yeah it was kind of I was focusing on the five the the group of five mm-hmm. that was in front of me and kind of ignored the one walking right at me because like I can get that one if I want to and all of the five were really nice bucks and then they all kind of stopped to eat the corn and everything so I looked over at the one that was walking right at me and it's right next to my stand really <laughs> um yeah there's like a railing outside of the stand like almost a not a deck but there, there's mm-hmm. like a like a landing uh, yeah and you can be outside of the stand on that and I couldn't have shot that deer because oh, would that, you shot that through that? Was, the stand was in the way. <laughs> and so, but I looked down and I'm like, wow, that's a big buck. And that was the one I ended up shooting. But what did you do? Wait for him to get past? Yeah. I had to crawl out of the window, out of the stand. <laughs> so my <laughs> legs are in so the stand, <laughs> but my body's out the stand. And You're I had to like, laying on the edge? I, I had to like stretch upwards to get over that railing. <laughs> And then it started to trot away, and I had to wait for it to get farther away before I could shoot at it. Was it moving when you hit it? It was. It was like trotting. It yeah. was. It wasn't full speed, but yeah, it was pretty close. I didn't wow. have to work too hard for that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. If you go to uh, on your dad's Facebook page, there's a picture of it. And it's that's a that's a beauty. My word, you gonna mount it? No, my no? my mom, she's not a huge huge fan of uh. Is this the biggest the buck house. you've shot, though? I, I believe so, yeah. What'd mm-hmm. you do with it? So, we, we cut the antlers off. Yeah. And then... Now, this way? Or you actually cut into the... So, they're together still? They're they're together. Okay. Yep. And um, dry them out, so... Mm-hmm. And then we we uh we just built a shed this fall to put okay. our lawnmower in, in our backyard. So, that's where the deadheads get and to live. so, I think... Thanks, Mom. I think our mom's going <laughs> to let us put them there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. She has a, she has a rule: no animals in the house that's not her pet dog. And wait, so you can stuff the dog? <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. All you dog lovers. <laughs> oh man, I know. I uh, two years ago I shot um the biggest buck I've ever shot, and so that one's yeah. getting mounted for my office here. It's not going awesome. home either. <laughs> uh, but I got I got a decent little five point yeah. five by five this year. Um, not as big as last year, but it was fun. We yeah. got near pier. Okay. But when I saw that picture, I thought, geez, what do they do? Just pen them up so they grow big and then. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's There's massive. a lot of deer on the land. And wow. Really, you, you shoot the big ones and mm-hmm. you let the, the medium-sized ones live till next year. And then they're the big ones. And then um, James. Yep, Jim, my cousin that, JD. That's your cousin? Yeah. He shot a huge monster. Oh, yeah. Was that in the same same area? So that wasn't on the land that we go deer hunting okay. on. That was on the land by the house. Really? And we're, Step we're on all, the deck. <laughs> we're eating lunch. Yeah? And someone that was combining all the corn, because it was so wet, people mm. were still harvesting that oh, late in the season. Oh, pushing them out of the corn? And he said he saw a really nice buck running around, and it went to the trees on the property and so um we kind of have this tradition where uncle tim gets the biggest deer because it's (laughs) we're staying at his place (laughs) and everything but um now is that just jim's guy's dad yes okay yep and yeah we're eating lunch 
look out the window and whoa there's a deer <laughs> and it was still pretty far away so we, everyone jumped up grabbing binoculars and that's a big deer and so he ran out got his gun ran all the way to the other side of the house went outside and um shot it at about 300 yards wow and that one was moving and it's not little either no <clears throat> wow that's crazy it's fun yeah how many pheasants did you shoot this year a lot we we got a lot three at a time yep <laughs> yeah i i got my three <laughs> yeah. and we go with a big group kind of yeah. everyone in our family on my dad's is it all side. out in that same area mm-hmm. okay yep and yeah it was really wet so we could only hunt on a limited mm. amount of it we couldn't even go to the to our property west of crestbard really we couldn't drive on the roads they were all it's all flooded wow so yeah, we we all stayed by the house and hunted all that hmm. corn and everything. Um, but yeah, we get a lot, a of, lot of family out there, and yeah. we limit it out. That's it's cool. crazy. There's so many. There we'll always have enough for next year, and it's not like we're wiping out the population because there's just so many out there. So are you, um, in the back of your head, are you thinking I gotta stay in South Dakota for? Residence tags, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's there, there's something there, right? Yeah, especially it, since it was, that's such a big family tradition you guys have. Yeah, I and mean, you'd come back anyway. But being up in Minnesota for college, mm-hmm. I got a Minnesota license, so I could go duck hunting and stuff on the weekends. So like, can you get both? Yes, like you can be resident in both because you're in. School? So I got a non-resident for Minnesota. Oh, okay, but I believe. I've lived there long enough now where I can well, apply for resident, resident I, both? I, I'm not sure. Hmm. I think you have to declare one or the other. Duck hunter, really? Yeah. Like sitting I, in the water? It's <laughs> not my favorite, but yeah. it's still a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I had a bunch of friends on the team that I went out with. That's cool. Yeah. We we did good duck hunting too. Hmm. But Awesome. Yeah. I, I definitely think... Staying in South Dakota would be a, a big, <laughs> big perk yeah. to that. Well, you go back tomorrow? I do. Right? Yep. Today's the 7th, so school starts on Monday, next Monday, is that right? Thursday. Oh, it actually that, starts on Thursday. That's why I'm going oh. back tomorrow, yeah. Okay, so the 9th? Is that the 9th? Yeah. Yep. Weird. It is, yeah. Here, we're here. We're back for two days now, having the weekend <laughs> off. Yeah. I, I don't know. We kind of, <laughs> our, our semesters start a little earlier but we get out earlier Mm. um may 1st is my last day of college and then i'll be back here working yeah at the cheese factory i believe if i can make all that work and get like an internship (laughs) so it counts for college credits too oh sweet but yeah hopefully that'll all work out um but yeah you did that over the christmas holiday correct i did yep over christmas break i was working there the grunt (laughs) yeah (laughs) It was, it's still a lot of fun. The people there are fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks I'm for glad having you're, me. Uh, you're in school still learning, <laughs> learning things. Uh, don't break anything. I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, when you're back in the summer, let's do this again. Let's see how the, yeah. the next semester goes. And, all right. Um, now, do you have to, like, well, since you're on the football team, mm-hmm. 
Is it just you're on it in school, or are there things you have to do every year to stay on the team outside of academics? Um, really, just workouts. You have to mm. you have to go to the workouts, and we have spring ball coming up. Where I I believe the plan is we're still going to Canada, and so that's why I was in here yesterday oh. getting my <laughs> right. passport picture. I'll need that. But yeah, we're going up to, to Winnipeg. Is that a, arena ball? What, or is it? It's I think wider and a little longer, but the goalposts are in the field. They're not. Oh, okay. Behind it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be different, and I think there's an extra player, or there's one less. I don't. I don't really know. I remember the coach saying something that we'll we'll have an extra guy, or they'll have an extra guy, depending on how it mm-hmm. goes. And but we'll make it work with the teams we're playing <laughs> against. And and is that just for? for it, it's it's like to a, get back in shape almost. It's a two to three week stretch of just really hard workouts, and then you get to practice also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like the off season workouts get amplified a little bit more and then you're also practicing and playing football on top of that and um yeah you hit it hard for two or three weeks learn new stuff that we've put in if we put in anything new and then that should kind of give them a rough idea for what they're going to do in the fall and for like what works what doesn't do we need to change anything or move anyone to a new position but yeah spring ball is kind of figuring out it's like our pre-season mm-hmm. almost okay but yeah that'll be fun going up to canada if that all works <laughs> out that, that would be an interest especially with the school now your secondary high school in brookings there's some kids there that are in italy currently oh yeah um mm-hmm. wandering about yeah that looked cool there's yeah i still think that's hilarious <laughs> like another four years of high school <laughs> it, I don't know who said that to me, but it's stuck in my head. And That's I, fantastic. Yeah. It's it's great seeing all my friends back over break, and yeah. I've hung out with them for quite a bit, but I don't know. I, I don't know if I could have done it another four years with the same group of people, and it's really nothing new, mm-hmm. and I just really wanted something No, I think new. that's great. Thanks for coming in again. Yeah, thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. This is the Campus Report for those that are stayed through this whole thing (laughs) wow um from the y building podcast network good luck at school